Greetings, team heads, and welcome into the latest installment of the 20th and Blake podcast, a Colorado Rockies-centric podcast powered by Mile High Sports. I'm your host, Anil Apiro, back at it with the latest installment of this Rockies podcast. Looking forward to breaking down all the news and notes surrounding the Colorado Rockies to keep you, the fans, informed with uh, everything that is going on with the club as we are now set to enter the unofficial second half of the season. Uh, obviously, the All-Star festivi- festivities excuse me, have uh, carried uh, over here over the past couple days here for Major League Baseball, and uh, now a couple of off days before the uh, schedule resumes and the Rockies will be underway in the unofficial start of the second half. So uh, a lot to get into, but before we get into that, if you guys like my work, please do me a favor and give me a follow Follow on the social media spheres on Twitter at Media by AP and on Instagram at avp.media. Really, really appreciate it when you guys do that kind of stuff. Um, it really just, you know, and especially your interaction, you know, your likes, your comments, your follows, all that stuff. It really just helps me um, become a better reporter. Your engagement and your feedback as well is tremendous, and it, it really, really helps. So um, if you guys want to follow me on those social media spheres, I would greatly appreciate it. If you're a fan of our work over at My Life Sports, we have a bunch of different ways in which you can uh, check us out. Obviously, the magazine, which is a, a local version version of Sports Illustrated, which is just, it, it is fantastic. Doug Ottawell, the editor-in-chief over there at Mali Sports Magazine, just, he does a phenomenal job of putting together, um, you know, just a, a local slice of sports news, you know, condensed into 80 or so pages. It's phenomenal work that he does. Um, Cool-looking pictures, fantastic stories, um, you know, some really good deals if you want to check out with some of our advertisers as well. So the magazine, you can pick that up at King Super's locations all across the front range from Foco to Castle Rock. Um, and, and you can also check us out online at MileHighSports.com, which is where you can find a majority of my work. Um, just go to MileHighSports.com, click on that Rockies icon in the top right corner, and uh, you'll see some stuff from both Luke Zalman and myself. Uh, we've been locking down the Rockies content over at My Life Sports for you know, ver- you know literally the entire season, uh, really starting from when I was down in Arizona from spring training to uh, this very day here in the middle of July. So um, from, for uh, to get your Rockies coverage covered from top to bottom, be sure to check us out there at MileHighSports.com. And as well on the radio frequency and the airwaves and all that good stuff, AM 1340 FM 1047 is where you can check us out or streaming live online at MileHighSports.com as well. But phenomenal lineup. We just did a shakeup. My main man, Ronnie K, is coming in in the mornings now from 7 to 8. Um, the legendary Jim Rome returns to Denver. He's uh, doing a show now from 10 to 1 on the station. Uh, and then obviously the uh, this is all just the table setters for Mr. Eric Goodman and uh, Les Shapiro, who I produce television for, uh, from 4 to 6, our afternoon drive radio program, which uh, airs. On uh, My Life Sports Radio, AM 1340, FM 104.7, as well as streaming online at um, where you can watch the visual, the visual component of everything. Uh, I sit back there a couple times a week and push some buttons, make some cameras do some things, and uh, make Eric and Les look good. So a lot of different ways for you guys to consume what we got going on over here at MyLifeSports.com. Um, if you want to consider yourself a true diehard Colorado, uh, Colorado sports fan, excuse me. Um, but you are here to listen about the Colorado Rockies, so let's get into that to the last night. Night, the National League losing in the Midsummer Classic 4-3 to to the American League. Um, obviously, for those of you that uh, are Rockies fans, you more than likely know that the Colorado was well represented with four All-Stars. Charlie Blackman, Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story, and David Dahl were the four. All four position players, uh, so the Rockies were definitely well represented um, there at the Midsummer Classic. Arenado's fifth All-Star appearance, the fourth for Blackman, the second for Story, and just the first All-Star nod for young David Dahl, who uh, is emerging as, you know, a superior talent within the Rockies organization this season. Um, you know, Dahl has been phenomenal for them this year, hitting well over 300. He's been, um, you know, he's hit second, he's at fifth, sixth. Um, you can really bat him anywhere throughout the lineup. He can hit for contact and power. So, um, you know, 
big stuff from him uh, earned him this nod this season. He was uh, one of those last guys in the National League to get in, so uh, it was definitely a race to the finish, but nonetheless, he did get in, and he did impress as well um, in this game, recording a base hit. He finished a perfect one-for-one in his first All-Star appearance, so uh, good stuff from David Dahl. Charlie Blackman hit a big home run uh, after going hitless in his first eight appearances. Um, Blackman, you know, who tends to get a rap for being a Coors Shield product, you know, because of uh, his home and road splits, really was able to uh, put on a display of just how good of a player he is on the national level in Cleveland at the All-Star game, uh, hitting a solo shot home run in the top of the sixth inning with two outs in a 1-0 count. So good stuff from Blackman. Not great stuff from Nolan Arenado, who uh, went 0-2 for and uh, was unable to make a play on the lone ground ball that came his way. So uh, overall, you know, like I said, four overall um, All-Stars were selected from the Rockies uh, organization, so the Rockies were indeed well represented. Um, and you know, from top to bottom, it's uh, it's pretty evident that once again here in 2019 that you know the Rockies have one of the most potent and stellar offenses in the league. You know, year in and year out, that's kind of what uh, all of baseball has become accustomed to. And I think the really interesting part of all of this is the fact that the Rockies can have all of this talent, superior talent. You know, they sent the most position player, the most uh, yeah position players. Um, you know amongst all of the teams in the league. You know, they're the most represented in that capacity. And the fact that they are sitting with a record of 44 and 45, so a game below 500, is absolutely astonishing. Um, You know, there was a minute there a few weeks ago where they were sitting about five or six games above 500 and, you know, all looked well. But we we, we see what happens when this pitching staff, you know, kind of crumbles and comes back down earth. And and, and it's really hard for this club to dig themselves out of these holes that they continue to put themselves in. But I think that's my biggest takeaway. You know, obviously the All-Star game is a a bona fide exhibition nowadays ever since the uh, swap from having the home field advantage of the World Series you know be the result of the all-star game so it's it's a bona fide exhibition um, and it's just it, it's crazy to me that throughout all of this the Rockies still you know are un- unable to kind of dig themselves out of this hole and you know you use the all-star game as kind of this like idea of momentum and this ideology of like, okay, look, we have four really, really solid all-star players. We have four of probably the top 15 players in the National League. You know, if we can beef up our pitching staff, if we can bolster our rotation, our bullpen, all that stuff, you know, we can contend for a World Series year in and year out with this core. You know, the Rockies just re-signed Nolan Arenado to that lucrative eight-year deal this past offseason. Dahl is still under team control. Story's under team control. Um, Blackman is under team control for the foreseeable future due to his contract extension. You know, and this these four guys could be all-stars realistically, you know, Arenado, Story, and Dahl, I think those guys can be all-stars, you know, for the next six, seven, eight years, you know, consecutively if they continue to perform at this level. Blackman a little less so just due to his age, but you're still in line to get some real production out of these guys, and it's just, I, I can't help but feel like that they have a golden opportunity to, you know, seize this moment and, and really, you know, trans, you know, they've already transformed this franchise the past two seasons into the best two seasons in franchise history, um, but why not take that a step further and, you know, win a division, you know, try to catch the Dodgers, not this season, obviously, but, you know, the year after, or the year after that, um, you know, and so it, it's, I don't know, this is just kind of a, a long synopsis of thoughts because, 
Unfortunately, the Rockies are sitting here with a record of 44 and 45, and this should not be the case, quite frankly, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, you know, they're not going to catch the Dodgers, who have a record of 60 and 32. You know, this is the best the Dodgers have ever looked, to be quite frank. Um, but that said, you know, the Rockies currently are in fourth place in the National League West. Fourth place, you know, behind the Arizona Diamondbacks, who are 46 and 45, and the San Diego Padres, who are an even 500 at 45 and 45. And I think that the, you know, the really interesting dynamic of the National League this season is you have the Dodgers. Dodgers, and then a wide separation, and then you have like the Cubs, the Braves, uh, Nationals that have all been playing well, and then you have a bunch of 500 clubs that are all going to be competing for those um, wildcard spots. So it, the Rockies are still very much within striking distance of being able to return to the postseason for the third consecutive year, but they need to take action. Um, you know, and, and long term, I'm not sure what their plan is with the pitching staff, but looking at what what they have moving forward, like I said, a really good opportunity should they you know make an addition to their you know rotation should Kyle Freeland be able to bounce back um you know maybe they get some help in the bat you know in that bullpen as well um you know I think a couple welcomed additions that would help improve the overall complexion of this club w- would work wonders and you know this is no disrespect to Chichi Gonzalez and Peter Lambert and you know two guys that have done a, a solid job of holding down the fort since they've been called upon but you're not you're not going to contend for the playoffs you're not going to contend for a world series with Peter Lambert and Chichi Gonzalez in the back end of your rotation like I'm sorry just to be quite frank that's not going to happen. And, and, you know, because of that, it's just, it's, it's really lackluster and and it's, it's, head-scratching to try to understand the dynamic in which the Rockies front office is currently operating. You know, why don't you go out and, you know, try to make a trade for a Marcus Stroman or, you know, kick the tires on a deal for somebody because you're letting a golden opportunity slip away in this season. Um, again, sitting with a record of just a game below 544 and 45. Uh, you know, I don't know what the answer is. I'm no wizard um, by any means, but just looking at this all-star game and looking at how well represented the Rockies are and, and how many, you know, how much star potential they have, not with just those four players that made it, but other guys coming up through the system. Um, you know, Ryan McMahon, Brendan Rogers, Herman Marquez, John Gray. You know, if they just add a little bit of veteran presence, a little bit of a seasoning to kind of fine-tune some things, I think they could be a tremendous franchise moving forward. I really, really do. But I'm not sure if they're ready to step up to the plate and put their big boy pants on it and really go for this thing. You know, or are they going to sit back, relax this trade deadline and, and you know, sit back and and be content with making the postseason two years in a row and maybe taking this year off and, and, you know, re-engaging for next year, you know, that that shouldn't be acceptable. You know, this is a club with a very, very strong opportunity to make the postseason this year should they make the necessary improvements. Um, Taking a look here at the wildcard standings, the Rockies are definitely a little ways uh, down the list here. Should the season have ended today, the Washington, well, the National League East actually would be well represented. Um, the, The Atlanta Braves would win that division with a record of 54 and 37. Uh, and the two National League wildcard teams would be the Washington Nationals and the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, Phillies would be that second team with a record of 47 and 43. So, you know, that couple, those few games about 500 mark where the Rockies were just a couple weeks ago, that, you know, if they can get back to there, they're going to be right there in terms of contending for that uh, wild card spot. Um, you know, who are below the cut, you have the Milwaukee Brewers who are sitting there at 47 and 44. And then there's kind of a drop off here with the Arizona Diamondbacks and the San Diego Padres, who I mentioned earlier. Um, log jam between those two are the St. Louis Cardinals with a record of 44 and 45, or 44 and 44, excuse me. And then the Rockies are sitting there with a record of 44 and 45. So, um, you know, still big opportunities, big, you know, 
chances for this club to really crawl back into things, but it's going to take a, a collective effort from everybody. Um, you're going to need to see Kyle Freeland bounce back. You're going to need to see the bullpen continue to improve, um, and you're going to need to see like guys like Peter Lambert and Chichi Gonzalez to, quite frankly, overachieve should they not decide to address the, uh, you know, the rotation of the bullpen, um, you know, externally instead, you know, as opposed to internally. So um, it, it's definitely going to be really interesting, guys. But this is a really big opportunity, you know, forthcoming here for the Rockies to make some noise and, and um, you know, try to get back to the playoffs for the third consecutive year. You know, that's that's an enticing thing. It really is. You know, I've, I've spoke with Tony Walter, so you know, over the course of the season here a couple times, and he says that the goal is always to win is you know win more games than the, than the, than they did last year, and he's very confident that they can do that. Um, you know, the whole club is unwavered in their desire to get back to the postseason. It's just a matter of do they have enough talent? You know, I I, I don't question their desires. I just I, I question the the level of talent and the level of consistency in which they can play with. You you know, outside of the position players, you know, I'm talking about the bullpen and the rotation, but uh, looking ahead, the Rockies are off here uh, on this Wednesday, followed by tomorrow, Thursday, the 11th, uh, before starting a big seven game homestand here out of the all-star break. They'll welcome the Cincinnati Reds and the San Francisco Giants of town beginning Friday, first pitch scheduled for 640 against Cincinnati. Um, so that'll be a really, really interesting matchup. I'm curious to see if they decide to recall Kyle Freeland. I remember reading some stuff from some local beat reporters. I believe Nick Croak of the Athletic had it um, that Bud Black was kind of talking about how you know he believes Freeland is close, um, closing in on a return. Uh, maybe they view this. I know he had a pretty solid start his last time out. Maybe they view that mixed with the All-Star break as an opportunity for him to get rejuvenated for the second half. Obviously, only time will tell. Um, but I, I don't think that they're very comfortable with Chichi Gonzalez and Peter Lambert at the back end of that rotation. Um, Lambert has struggled recently. Um, you know, I, I think they're really hoping that Freeland is good to go um, here as the second half of the season is underway. Um, news and notes wise, everybody's pretty healthy to my knowledge. Ian Desmond's knocked off whatever he was dealing with. Um, Trevor Story's back from the injured list, obviously playing in the All Star game, um, and he was actually re- reinstated before the break as well. Um, so they're all healthy. You know, there's not a lot of excuses for this club moving forward. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see how they kind of respond following um, you know this All Star weekend. You know, they really limped into the All-Star break. They were swept by the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, you know, they, uh, I believe, what is it, a six-game losing streak that they're currently riding? I know it's the second-longest streak, um, losing streak this season for the club outside of that awful April-slash-May that they had. So, um, you know, they're in the gutters once again, folks. This is, you know, the second-lowest point of the season so far. And, you know, the, the old saying, you know, the All-Star break couldn't have come soon enough. Um, I think that certainly applies to the Rockies and where they stand right now. So it's going to be, it's, you know, championship level teams and playoff level teams they respond you know with greatness and grit and grind out of you know these slumps after they get some time off so it's going to be really intriguing to see how this club um plays coming out of this all-star break to you know because it really this seven game homestand could sink or swim their season you know to a certain extent i know that a lot of these clubs are floating around 500 but if they want to be taken seriously if they want to convince themselves that they should go out and try to buy the deadline as opposed to sell um you know they need to put forth a strong showing um, here moving forward uh, to try to get back in this conversation. So, um, you know, that's really all, all there is to it. The, I, I can't hammer home the fact enough. Um, 
you know, that they really are in a strong position to get back to the postseason and do this thing. Um, Rockies are currently on a six-game losing streak, the second-longest losing skid for the club this season, and they have lost 11 of their last 15 games and have seemingly lost all momentum. So, you know, that's where I'm going to leave it at this one, guys. The All-Star game, obviously uh, fantastic for the Rockies to have four position players represented, but I think it's kind of indicative of their issues. Um, the fact that a club is a game under 500 yet still so well represented, I think is a testament to the deficiencies that this club has um, and, and, you know, the issues that they have to fix here moving forward. So that's something to keep an eye on. Um, again, if you're a fan of my work, be sure to follow me on the social media spheres on Instagram at avp.media and on Twitter at media by AP. Um, all of our work over at Mile High Sports, check us out on milehighsports.com in the magazine, which you can pick up uh, at King Supers and uh, locations all across the front range from Foco to Castle Rock and also on Airwaves AM 1340 FM 104.7. We really, really appreciate it when you guys give us a shout give us a follow all that good stuff uh, helps us improve overall as a company but second season set to go set to be underway here starting friday with the cincinnati reds coming to town be sure to stay locked on to milehighsports.com for all of your rockies coverage from both luke zalman and myself really looking forward to a strong second half of coverage um, and hopefully a strong second half of baseball from the colorado rockies but i guess that remains to be seen but uh that's going to do it for the latest installment of the 20th and blake podcast we'll talk to you later guys Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.